Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. I am wishing you all well on this Wednesday morning. And I want to dive into quite a bit in today's show, so I'm going to get right to it. Uh, We definitely are all facing the same situations across this country and across this world. So I do want to touch into that because I have had many people reach out to me for understanding and peace and my own response and thoughts and feelings around the virus and how it is impacting individuals. So I will share a little bit uh, in just a second. I'm also really proud to have Dr. Bonnie McLean on the show today. She's written a book called The Return of, uh, called Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Healthcare. And it is a powerful conversation to have alongside what we're dealing with because it is the unfolding of where we need to go. It's, the, it's what we uh, should have been in. Honestly, this book should be in the waiting room of every medical office and hospital and also in the hands of each and every one of us at this time to deepen into the reset and the direction that we want to go. But before we dive into the discussion with Bonnie, I want to talk a little bit about what is happening. And uh, if it resonates, let it sink deeply in. If it does not, then breathe it in and breathe it out and let it go. Uh, I do see that there are many gifts in this virus, so many that we will not realize them until well after it's over. So I'd like you to consider that nature has a way of cleansing and balancing itself. This is the body of life clearing toxins that are floating through the minds, hearts, and expressions. At the base of all things is a spiritual illness. And just as in the wild, the process of natural selection occurs. This moment feels like nature making space, clearing and balancing. We don't like that idea of dulling death or winter, but all of these things end up supporting aliveness life and new spring. So times like these are not really for the mind to understand. They are of a much more cosmic proportion and it is not to discount what individuals are experiencing or going through, but it is to say that there is a bigger picture, one that we cannot fully fathom, but one that we can inquire about and contemplate. What better way for life to gently and compassionately heal than to physically isolate everyone so that they have to be with themselves, hear themselves, see their own lives, words, and actions. What greater way to discipline us back into interconnection, that of source and each other? What more powerful way to illustrate the fine line between reality and illusion, sanity and insanity, the virus and the cure? What more collective way could life orchestrate shifting our systems and structures from how they used to operate into being social enterprises that collaborate, share, and co-create? And what better way to get the grown-ups in government and between countries to stop bickering and start cooperating? I want you to contemplate, when did you pray for the world to stop for just a day or a week or a month so you could get caught up or rest or clear or have a reset? What if we took what's been given and really allowed it? Watch what you do with it. Because how you handle this situation says a lot about how you handle every situation in your life. There is an innate intelligence moving through all things, even in a virus. Trust that. 
Life is smart enough to use whatever we create for our next best step. Conspiracy theories are not deep state or darkness, virus from bats or engineered. Even these things are utilized in life's grand and divine plan. There can be no wrong, only the judgment of such. So at this time, be present to your fear, your panic, depression, rage, the greed, the oppression, and be present to your love, compassion, kindness, heartbreak, and hope. Watch how the outdated systems crumble and new ways of social institutional inclusion awaken. See the hierarchy of the world flatline so that people stand side by side rather than on a ladder of importance. Feel how the energy of connection bursts through the mask of our quarantine to help us move through any prior invisible distancing we used to use through technology status and clicks. Parents are spending time with their children because they've been given it. Schooling in traditional institutions is evolving into homeschooling. Businesses are evolving into more ways of connecting online and in a way that allows people to really look at their lives and how they want to spend it, the way they can create more time. Generosity and caring is building even despite physical distancing. Life does know how to evolve. You've been given a gift of time, of presence, of space, and of devotion. This is a moment to do your work, feel your feelings, and clear through your viruses of the mind. It is an opportunity to let go of the resentments and anger that are really little things in the grand scheme of things. Here lay the gift to deepen into yourself and truly connect with your heart and soul. The part of you that has been ignored, abandoned, or dismissed. It is the disciplined moment to look at how you contribute to the world's ills in big and small ways. Life is using loving discipline to guide its children. Life is parenting us right now, and we all got put in time out. And we must sit in our corners and think about what we've done to create the world we live in. We can also think about what kind of life and world we want to create next. What we do next has the potential to create the heaven on earth that we all dream of. So let yourself embrace the time, whatever that will be. And know that it is all in the grand scheme of things for our higher good. And with that, I want to talk a little bit about my brilliant guest today. Dr. Bonnie McLean is the founder of SpiritGate Medicine. She was recently selected as the top doctor of Oriental Medicine and Acupuncturist of the Year for 2019 by the International Association of Top Professionals for her outstanding leadership, dedication, and commitment to the industry. With over five decades of professional experience in healthcare, Dr. McLean has proven herself as an accomplished expert with many different forms of integrative medicine, health and wellness, including Chinese medicine, hypnosis, nutrition, Chinese herbal formulas, electrostimulation, energy healing, energy psychology, and shamanic healing. She's the author of the book Integrative Medicine The Return of the Soul to Healthcare. And she believes that one of the most courageous things that a person can do is embark on the journey to heal oneself. I'd like to welcome you, Bonnie, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, Simran. What, a, what an honor. I, and the timing just feels so, <laughs> so interesting to me that, you know, we would be talking right now. and We had no idea when we scheduled. And <laughs> it's, um, it's inspiring to me. So thank you so much for having me. 
Well, I appreciate you being here, and I agree that sometimes we don't realize when we're doing things that it is all falling into place in a certain way. And this topic that focuses on the soul of health care and how it is returning could not be more evident at this time. And I wonder, too, if it's not just the soul of health care, but also the vision and mm-hmm. viewpoint that people hold about health care, about health care workers, about medicine, about their own healing that is being allowed to uh, come into our purview at this time. So I'd love to start first and foremost by um, how you see uh, what's going on right now and the work that you are sharing through integrative medicine, how you see that supporting us uh, both in the medical industry as well as at home uh, within our own psyches, our hearts, our minds, and our bodies. Wow. Um, yeah, it just it feels so um, apropos for me right now with the integrative approach because to me there is an integrative approach to this virus as well, you know, as general health care because it, what integrative means is a combination. It's working holistically with the body, mind, emotions, spirit, but also using the best of natural and Western medicine. So the way they practice, are currently practicing it in China, and the way I believe it should be practiced is that the natural medicine is wonderful for prevention, even the early stages of an illness, and the recovery. That's where we have the most to offer people in my field. We cannot forget the allopathic medicine, and there are people at both extremes, so I really encourage everybody to, you know, come together that way, too, and be open to both of these approaches. So if someone goes into the mid or the late stage of their illness, or they have a life-threatening situation, then that's where I think the allopathic medicine has its miracles. You know, we have the ventilators. We can give the IV fluids, we can give, you know, possible uh, medications like some of these anti-malarial ones that they're talking about, but they're actually using those in China, believe it or not. And Wuhan now, that area has gone out of the lockdown. So whatever they've been doing, you know, over the last two months seems to have turned things around, at least in that area. Another interesting thing that I find is that um, there's a Chinese character that's the same character for crisis and opportunity. They see it as, you know, the opportunity to look at it either way, which is what you were talking about in your opening, that, yes, we are in a crisis. Yes, we are in a time that, you know, is certainly stressful and is traumatic, and we're all dealing with, you know, some level of, our own ability to stay out of fear and anxiety and panic and to maintain our own sense of purpose and why we're here, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. I'm very clear that my purpose in my life is to help my fellow souls stay healthy so that we can stay here and do our work. And I feel like you know, that's exactly what I'm having to be called to do right now, and I'm, I'm very aware of that part. 
are, are we going to let the crisis shrink our life or are we going to develop new skills and new creativity to meet the challenges? That's our choice. So, yes, and as an alternative health practitioner, you know, none of us are working. We aren't allowed to touch patients. And so, you know, that's certainly a, a challenge, you know, for all of us in my profession. And that I think that's an area that I'm working on, per, you know, personally to stay out of my own fear and anxiety, you know, around that part. But if we look at, you know, this whole situation from an integrative standpoint, we're looking at, we have to deal with all of these things. And I'm finding that I'm having to walk my own talk now. I've been telling people and writing about this for a long time about how to stay healthy. And what I'm finding is that I was working so much that I really was not maintaining the self-care that I was telling everybody else to do. Now, at home, I'm being forced to do, you know, all the things that yes. I've been writing about. <laughs> yes, isn't it interesting how life does that for us? Um, I, I find often times the very things we write about, we then turn around and have to relive in a deeper way. I like what you were saying uh, in regard to the balance or the discernment about when to use uh, integrative type natural medicine techniques and when to use allopathic care. And it mm-hmm. is a level of discernment. It is a balancing. It, it does not have to be an either or. Uh, and and mm-hmm. I think that either or stance oftentimes is is where people struggle. It has to be so black and white. But there are many shades of gray in here. And when we're talking about the integrative medicine and the different levels, and you're talking about that preventative, um, there's so many parts to that that can assist individuals so that we don't get to the point of, of then having to go towards allopathic care. I personally am of the belief that we all carry the potential for just about every single thing any type of illness on the planet, it is our emotional state and our spiritual state that either activates it or allows it to be dormant. And so with that being said, talk about how integrative medicine, from that preventative standpoint, what are the different levels and layers that, particularly right now with quarantine, people can really be doing? Oh, absolutely. Well, again, it's a holistic approach which is body, mind, emotions, and spirit. And we really, we're all better at some of those things than other things. So it's time for us to balance with all of those and develop those areas that we probably haven't been practicing. So with the body, of course, we're all washing our hands now, and I'm, I'm becoming very aware now of things that I touch that I never was aware before, you know, and go wash my hands, wash my hands. But also getting our fresh air and sunshine, just even being in our backyards or we have city parks that we're still allowed to walk in. So I'm doing that every day. We need to get plenty of rest and sleep. That is extremely important. We need to work on our stress management, as you said, because stress will, if, stress will lower our immune system. So that is absolutely necessary that we stay out of that fear mode and do whatever we need to do to 
move out of that, and I think that your show is one of those things. I would highly recommend everybody be listening to you right now because um, you give a, a larger perspective which can take us out of that kind of fear. Uh, any kind of exercise, whether it's the walking or we can practice yoga at home, there are all kinds of things that we can stream online or qigong I would recommend as well. We may not be able to go to the gym right now, but there are things that we can certainly do at home. Whatever recreation, whatever we enjoy doing, now we have the time to do it. You know, those books that we haven't read yet, uh, you know, chatting online with our friends and loved ones, whatever we are enjoying, laughing as much as we can because that also helps build up the immune system Whatever chance we have to be in nature, because nature will ground us, it will help us remember a bigger picture, you know, just being in the present and noticing things around us that we might have been just too busy to notice before. The butterflies are coming out now, and the hummingbirds are coming through, and the, the plants are, you know, we can go garden, the, you know, and the plants are blossoming, um, this is a good time to stop smoking for any smokers. I would highly recommend that. You really want to take good care of your lungs. And, of course, people like me that kind of wonder about uh, the effect of EMFs, you know, on our immune systems, whatever we can do to decrease, um, you know, the, the EMFs, you know, such as turn off our computers at night, unplug the modem if we can, um, you know, whatever extra EMFs we might have, I, I would recommend that we just pay attention to that a little bit. And then when it comes to our diets, a lot of these things are so, they've been drummed into us so much, but how many of us have really been practicing them as much as we can now? And that would be stay away from our refined sugar. We can use honey, um, you know, and local honey if possible. Stay away from alcohol. I know that might be a temporary ease of um, tension, but in the long run, it's going to make us not sleep as well, and it, it also affects our immune system. Stay away from inflammatory foods, that, you know, any of the processed things. This is, like I said, a good time to nurture our garden and be eating our fresh vegetables if we can and whatever herbs we might have planted. Try to stay away from GMOs, and if people don't know what those are, um, canola, cottonseed oil, non-organic corn, soy, squash, sugar beets, papaya, uh, Atlantic salmon, if we can, and the tilapia. That's I'm going to have you pause now. right there, sure. Bonnie, as we go to a commercial break and have you continue when we get back. My guest yes. today is Dr. Bonnie McLean. She's the founder of Spirit Gate Medicine and the author of Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Healthcare. Integrative Medicine is an introduction to the field of integrative medicine based on both her extensive research and personal experience as a practitioner and recipient of allopathic medicine, oriental medicine, functional medicine, energy medicine, and counseling, Dr. Bonnie McLean offers a user-friendly overview of integrative medicine with resources for further exploration. With the advent of integrative medicine, she strongly believes that the soul of medicine is returning. The best of both worlds, science of medical technology and the art of healing, contemporary knowledge and ancient wisdom, East and West, 
are beginning to work hand-in-hand under the umbrella of integrative medicine. Medicine is the wave of the future, and this book, Integrative Medicine, is at once encyclopedic and engaging. She paints a compelling portrait of her World War II dad, a surgeon, and her mom, a nurse, who, like many of their generation, battled their demons by drinking and smoking. Her dad most certainly suffered from PTSD, and McLean later did, too, as the child of alcoholic parents. But her dad was also the healer modern medicine now mourns. He made house calls. His patients knew his home phone number. He was also atypically enlightened. He sought out acupuncture for his vertigo and homeopathic remedies for Bonnie's asthma. We'll be right back with more uh, discussion with Dr. Bonnie McLean. You can find out more at her website, spiritgatemedicine.com. That's spiritgatemedicine.com. Be right back. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome back. My guest today is Dr. Bonnie McLean. She's the author of Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Health Care. 
A remarkable thing about this relatively compact book is how much information Bonnie has managed to include without overwhelming you. She summarizes the vast history of medicine and also the similarities to Chinese medicine and um, the American system of corporate health care. She discusses the science behind natural treatments that are gaining popularity in the West, such as quantum medicine and acupuncture, and explains how something intangible like stress triggers a tangible physiological response. She also discusses esoteric subjects still largely unknown here, such as spiritual and shamanic healing, and she utilizes her own experience to illustrate how these ancient and often misunderstood practices can complement traditional medical treatments. I invite you to visit her website, spiritgatemedicine.com, and definitely pick up your copy of Integrative Medicine. Uh, There's no better time like the present to dive into this particular book. Uh, Welcome back, Bonnie. You were going so beautifully into the many things that we can do right now and carry on into the future as new practices. And you had just shared some things about uh, inflammatory foods and some good things to eat with the good omegas. I'd love for you to continue uh, sharing any more of that that you might have had before I go on to my, my next point of discussion. Okay, Simran, thank you. I, yeah, I would like to just finish up with some of the recommendations I have. Again, for me, it's being preventive, being proactive. I think stress can, fear, fear and stress can either make us um, kind of go into denial or go into anxiety. And to me, the middle ground is being proactive. So let me continue with some of that then. Uh, another thing important for us to do is stay hydrated. This virus, uh, you know, aims for the lungs, and being and staying hydrated is one of the best things that we can do. So even if we take a sip of water like every 20 minutes, that is a, a you know just a good proactive approach. There's some supplements that a lot of us that I'm taking. I'll just share what I'm taking and uh, go from there. And I'm not giving any doses dosages here. But for most of us, we're doing higher doses than we usually do just, you know, for this period of time. Vitamin C, we all know, high doses of vitamin C. If you're taking too much, you'll get diarrhea. That will give you your, <laughs> your clue. The vitamin D3, those are my two stables. Also, zinc, whether it's in zinc lozenges or, uh, you know, the Zycam puts out some of the nasal zinc, which I still recommend. Uh, lots of chlorophyll, garlic and ginger are really good, vitamin A, uh, astragalus, reishi are two uh, Chinese medicine herbs that if we can get those, those are very good preventatives. They keep the immune system strong. Uh, colostrum, is, uh, if, if you can get that, the colloidal silver too is a natural antibiotic and lemon balm is a natural uh, antiviral. Now, if we do start getting any cold or flu symptoms, because it may not, you know, it is cold and flu season. So, you know, if we get some of these things, it doesn't mean that we have the biggie, you know. But uh, elderberry is good to have on hand. Olive leaf, asatis, uh, that's another Chinese medicine herb, but I think that's still pretty available. Echinacea, golden seal, oil of oregano, there's also something you can get online called Mucus Relief that my naturopath recommended, and he thinks that that's 
you know, wonderful and it's low cost. So also diffusing essential oils, if you're into the essential oils, are really good. And I would also say practice good feng shui, which I think we're all probably doing more than we usually do. I know I am. I, with my extra time and energy, I am cleaning out all kinds of places that I've wanted to do for years. So, and my house is feeling better and better. It's feeling cleaner, you know, um, energetically as well as physically. So on the, on the level of the mind and emotions, there are a lot of things that we can be doing that, again, these are available online. There are different kinds of meditations, uh, doing the tapping, do, you know, watching uplifting programs or listening to them like we have with you. And whatever financial stresses we have, you know, it's kind of like um, the serenity prayer. You know, change the things we can have the wisdom to know what we can't right now and change the things that we can and, you know, but just accept what we can't right now. And that's what I'm having to do, you know, in my particular situation as a practitioner. I know that we will get on the other side of this. On the level of spirit, I think that that's so important right now for all of us. And again, I would say that your program definitely is helping uplift all of us in that area. Sending prayers out to everybody else, I think, is, is a wonderful way that we can share on an energetic level. There are also distance healing ways. People that are Reiki practitioners can practice distance healing, and pranic healers can practice uh, long-distance healing. I think that this also gives us a chance to practice compassion and unconditional love, which certainly helps our immune systems, helps our spirits, our minds, everything. And I work a lot with veterans, so I'm so aware now of having them and anybody who's gone through a life of being handicapped or life-threatening illness, our first responders, these are our role models for the warriors who have faced adversity already and they know it can be overcome and they know how to do it. I really, I'm leaning in actually to my patients who are my veterans. I'm learning so much from them. Mm. It's people like that that can be our teachers right now. And having gratitude, you know, as you mentioned, the first responders, especially in our medical field right now, um, you know, those are our warriors, too. And even the, the people that are keeping our systems going, even though, you know, areas of it are shutting down, all of those can use our prayers and our gratitude and our appreciation. So, I, I agree so wholeheartedly with all of that. And I think that, you know, as we look at that, particularly when you bring up the financial aspect and the stress that that can cause, number one, everyone's in the same boat. But number two, what mm-hmm. I have realized is that when these kinds of things happen, there is a way to also see how safe and secure we actually are. So often Mm -hmm. in our minds, we make ourselves believe that we will be unsafe or that things will go badly or that we won't have enough. And then all of a sudden, when we have to surrender, we start to realize, number one, how the simple things are really important, how we don't need as much as we needed before and how we can really restructure things. We can really let go of things. We can allow ourselves to be supported in ways that we didn't know were available. 
much of what you were talking about, Bonnie, had to do with that fight or flight response. And that you have a section in the book that is on that where um, you really illustrate the impact of that all throughout the body, down through the sympathetic nervous system, into the glands, all how it just really um, is this chain reaction type of thing. And I would imagine people right now uh, are, are facing a lot of that fight or flight as uh, withheld emotions that are in their body are starting to surge simply because they have nowhere to go and nothing else to distract them, mm-hmm. or how they are looking at their bank accounts or worried about, you know, am I touching, am I washing enough, am I coming in contact with anything? All of this is both physical, emotional, and energetic. Can you talk a little bit about that fight-or-flight response and how to lessen it um, and also move a little bit more into, you know, the energy medicine, the quantum energy medicine, and what that really is? Oh, absolutely. With the fight-or-flight, yes, absolutely. I think we're all experiencing some some level of that. And it is, it's a survival mechanism, actually. It's been with us since we were cave people, where if some, if, you know, a bear was chasing us, then we needed to have all of our emergency mechanisms kick in so that we could fight or flee. And so our adrenals, you know, start going. It starts in our brain where we're aware that we're in trouble and then it will move down into other parts of our bodies through our vagus nerve, and it stimulates our adrenals to put out the adrenaline to run and the cortisol, you know, to deal with any kind of injury we might have or inflammation. So that's important, but it's important on a short-term level. We do not want that to go into a chronic level because even though it's, a survival mechanism in the short term. In the long term, that's what does create general inflammation. And that is a precursor to a lot of our chronic diseases that so many of us in this country, I think, are, you know, have been experiencing for a while. We've been living with our foot on the accelerator for a long time. And as you said, this is a time to reset everything. I've known for a while that... You know, we're not living sustainably. I'm sure you have, too. You know, a lot of us have, but then what, you know, what can, what can we do about it? Well, we're getting a chance now. We're getting a chance to reset that whole kind of lifestyle so that we don't have to create all these inflammatory uh, chemicals that, you know, continuously go through our bodies. It keeps us from being able to sleep well. We need our sleep, you know, to be able to stay healthy, it affects our relationships, it makes us, you know, more irritable, all of those things are keeping us from really living holistically body, mind, and spirit with that, you know, with that peace of mind that can keep us all, you know, in a healthy place, emotionally, you know, mentally, physically, on all those levels. Um, Now, you you were also, also asking me about the energy medicine with yes, um, go into a little bit about mm-hmm. the quantum energy medicine and what that is. Um, there may be many that, that are not aware of or understand that aspect of medicine. Oh, absolutely, yes. We're very, we're very physically oriented, again, in our medicine, <laughs> in our allopathic medicine. So 
the kind of energy medicine that I practice, like I said, is Chinese medicine, although I do a lot of other energy medicines. My basis is the acupuncture, which, which is based on energy. And that is E equals MC squared. If we go back to Einstein's theory, matter and energy are interchangeable. We're all made up of atoms. Every, everything in the world is made up of atoms. Whatever happens in our energy body is going to filter down to our physical body, and it will also work the other way. Whatever we're doing with our physical body will affect our energy body. So again, you know, things like drinking too much caffeine, you know, puts us in kind of, kind of that stress mode, and that will affect our energy body, the foods that we eat. So with the kind of medicine that, that I do, we do work on all those levels, on the physical and the energy level. Quantum medicine uh, is also things like the Reiki or the pranic healing, uh, healing touch. It's using, or the laying on of hands. That's what that is based on. And we've known for years you know, that that kind of healing has merit, that people experience miracles with that. And anybody can do that. You don't have to be a healer. A mother who puts her hand on her child's knee and fixes a little, you know, the, some kind of abrasion that they might have had from hurting themselves, she is practicing energy medicine because she is using her love for that child. Anytime we are in that state of love and we're communicating with someone else, either physically or verbally, we are practicing energy medicine. So it's something that is in all of our hands. And like I said, it can also be um, done uh, long distance, which I really think is where the prayer comes in. I think that that is another way of practicing energy medicine. Mm, I agree. I agree with that as well. I think that there's, especially right now, we have been guided to to separate. We have been guided to uh, keep a certain distance apart um, mm-hmm. and to stay in groups of a certain number of people. And I think one of the beautiful aspects of this is the separation that we are being asked to illustrate outside is simply indicative of the separation that we each hold in our consciousness as we each feel as individuals on the planet. And so the forms of energy medicine that you're talking about, it is an opportunity to go inside and feel that oneness, that connection with another person and hold in consciousness the very same level of healing to place our hands on that individual in our minds and our hearts and our energy and allow that to come forward. My guest today is... Dr. Bonnie McLean, and she has written a powerful book titled Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Health Care. Ultimately, Bonnie gives readers the foundation they need to understand integrative medicine the way that she does, as a way to reintroduce the ancient concept of the healer into the sterile world of modern medicine, where the healing is done by technology and drugs. Integrative medicine certainly dances between the worlds of allopathic medicine, natural medicine, and quantum medicine. Uh, She says it incorporates the wonderful technology, the diagnostic tools, and the life-saving procedures and surgeries of Western medicine with energy medicine and natural approaches to health, while also allowing for the touch of the healer. But she doesn't leave the subject there. 
Bonnie also takes on the tar baby of American politics, the U.S. healthcare system, and lays out a practical and moral argument for extracting the profit motive for medicine and using an integrative medical model to make healthcare more effective and affordable. I invite you to explore more about Bonnie McLean as well as her book, Integrative Medicine, at her website, spiritgatemedicine.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I definitely want to invite you to visit the 1111mag.com website. 1111 Magazine is always free digitally. There are beautiful archives uh, sitting there. You can incorporate those into some of your daily practices these days while you are uh, staying at home. The magazines are completely content-rich. They will uplift you. They will inspire you. They will nourish and feed you with information. Uh, I always add within those magazines certain pages that have to do with intentions, prayers, forgiveness, different aspects of how we can heal on deep spiritual levels. So that is my gift to humanity. Feel free to access any and all of those issues at any time. Again, they are completely free to you. Healing is the soul of medicine. This is what Bonnie McLean 
believes and what she means by the term sacred medicine. To Bonnie, sacred medicine is the incorporation of healing as part of medicine in our hospitals, clinics, and offices. This goes beyond fixing a physical symptom or problem with procedure or medication. This means taking the time to truly listen to patients, to attend to their emotional and spiritual bodies, and to honor their own healing processes by involving them in it. This is from Bonnie's book, Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Health Care. I invite you to check this book out in addition to going to her website, spiritgatemedicine.com. In a section of her book uh, around shamanic healing, Bonnie writes that she feels she's been able to transform the most through shamanic healing. She goes on to say uh, that the three basic causes of illness can be from loss of power animal, loss of one's soul or essence, and the intrusion of some form of negative energy. So I'd love for you to dive into a little bit about this, Bonnie, about shamanic healing. This, to me, is that spiritual aspect. It is allowing us to go into sometimes the places of the subconscious, the unconscious, where we don't have access but can still heal. Will you talk a little bit about um, how you discuss uh, shamanic healing within integrative medicine and also any of the prophecies that you were mentioning to me uh, during the commercial break? I'd love for my listeners to hear a bit about that. Oh, thank you, Simran. Yeah, this is my very favorite subject (laughs) because it's what kind of brought my soul back to myself. I was pretty fragmented, I think, for quite a bit of my life, even though I was operating in a professional level on a healthy way, there were other parts of my life that were not, you know, like my relationships. There were just things that still were not healed, even though I'd gone through a lot of therapy. And so I, in my pilgrimage to heal myself, I ended up making a lot of uh, journeys all over the world to a lot of indigenous people because that's where I found my how I was healing, and I felt like each time I connected with one of my indigenous healers and teachers that another piece of my own soul was returning, and I didn't even realize that I had been in a state of low-level depression until I wasn't anymore. It was a process, but on the other side, that's when I realized where I had come from. So I honor all of my teachers and my healers from that part of my journey in other parts of the world, but also here in the States. So I I studied, and I'm part of the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, and Sandra Ingerman is my wonderful teacher, and Dream Change Coalition. Those three areas were where I had um, been able to do my travels and been able to study here. So the three areas that you you mentioned are what I had learned from the Foundation for Shamanic Studies. Those are the areas that they feel like we become uh, ill in, and those are the areas that the shaman works well with. So in their uh, cosmology, power animals would be equivalent to our angels in this cosmology. So being able to work with them, and in our culture, of course, it would be through prayer in their culture, it would be calling on their own power animals. And in their, their culture, each of us has certain power, certain energies from the animals that will help us that, and they will show up to us 
of either physically or in our dreams, and we just ask them to help heal us, to help inspire us, to help keep us strong, and they will come. It's based on the idea that, yes, all of, all of our help is there, but they respect our autonomy, and they wait to be invited. So I think that's important, you know, for all of us to remember that they're there, but they like to be asked. Um, also, the intrusions that in the shamanic culture, again, they say of negative energies. Well, in our culture, we would say that this would be the fear aspect, right? The fear, the anxiety, the panic. Those kinds of things really need to be extracted. And I won't go into how, you know, a shamanic practitioner would do that. It's when they do their, you know, their healings and their rituals that they pull that out. So we're going to have to, you know, find our own methods to do that here. And what, I don't even remember what the third one was. That we mentioned, uh, it but, was the soul, loss of part of one's soul or essence. Oh, the loss of, okay, well, that, that, that's right. That, and that is, I think, what we, we may be experiencing with these stresses. And in the shamanic culture, again, we have, you know, we have the soul, but it can be in, in fragments. And if we feel like we're in a, uh, life-threatening situation, we disassociate. In, in modern psychology, we call that disassociation. We go, in the shamanic culture, it means that we go out of our body into the energy world, and that means that we're not totally present in our bodies. You know, we're spinning our wheels. We're not grounded. So, and again, in the shamanic culture, the way we bring those parts back is that the shamanic the uh, shamanic practitioner in their ceremony will actually blow, they'll, they'll go access those parts that are in the energy world and blow them back into the person's heart in the top of their head. We can do that for ourselves. Uh, Robert Moss has a whole method he calls soul, not soul retrieval, like um, the Foundation for Shamanic Studies calls it, he calls it soul retru- recovery that we can do for ourselves. So we, in our meditations or our prayers or being in silence, we can get in touch with whatever parts of ourselves are not in our bodies. We can take our arms outstretched and just call them back in gently back into our hearts. So that, that addresses those three questions. I did want to mention about the prophecies. That's what I lean on now and what I've been leaning on probably the last 20 years since I've been studying with these teachers, no matter which culture I went to, no matter what part of the world, they all talked about a change of paradigm. Alberto Biodo is one of our current teachers of that. If anybody wants to pull any of his information up, he's been teaching the shamanic path for 30 years after being healed in the rainforest in Peru 30 years ago. And Sandra Ingerman or any there are other shamanic teachers that you can pull up online that will talk about this. We are moving from a noble paradigm to a new paradigm, and they have been predicting this. According to them, we are moving from an age of darkness actually into an age of light, from an age of materialism into an age of love, you know, into our um, way of working with our hearts. And 
I'm noticing that that's changing already, even in the beginning stages, which they say we are in with this. Uh, they say that we're, you know, still kind of, that it will blow over, but we're still, you know, we still have to hang in for a while. But what I'm noticing is that people are smiling more to each other. If I take my walks around the block and I'm seeing a lot of people that are out, you know, getting the fresh air and sunshine, more, pe- more and more people are smiling. They're waving from their cars. I'm finding that there's less road rage. People are reaching out, helping each other. Like in my neighborhood, um, there are people that are homebound and other people are responding and going shopping for them. Um, I'm also finding, too, that I, what I think is going to happen is, and I'm finding elements of it, a coming together of the generations, not only of, you know, our, our politics and the different parts of the world, but the generations. I feel like there's been kind of a miscommunication between, say, the millennials and the younger ones of that and my age group. I'm 75, and I'm finding that we, like, and you and I are doing it right now. You know, the two different generations are coming together as medicine women. So, Mm, That's beautiful. Yes, Bonnie, I agree. I think (laughs) that's another level of the gifts that are coming from this time, and I, too, see the hearts that are opening, uh, looking at people, you know, making masks, looking at people, like you said, delivering food. Uh, Finally, people really paying attention and honoring you know, uh, different industries and the people that work in those industries in a way that they have not before. Uh, It is all a beautiful way that hearts and minds are starting to come together and fulfill those prophecies. I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio for all of the beautiful work that you're doing in the world and the way that you have shared so much information in this book, Integrative Medicine. This book should be in the waiting room of every medical office hospital and library of every individual. Uh, pick up your copy of Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Health Care. Also, definitely go to Bonnie McLean's website, spiritgatemedicine.com, and find out more about her and anything else that she is doing. My guests next week are Zaya and Maurizio Bonazzo. They are the founders of SAND, the Science and Non-Duality Conference. Uh, they are uh, they are uh, residents of Italy as well as the United States, and they are uh, profound in the way that they share very deep high consciousness information. They will be my guests next week, and we will be discussing the mystery of being. So I hope you will join me. Until then, in love, of love, with love, and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality. Your heart to greater compassion and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.